Hey guys, we want to remind you that the Pet Stuff Podcast is intended for entertainment and educational purposes, not medical advice. We encourage all of our listeners to build a relationship with a local veterinarian. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to Pet Stuff. I'm your host, Carl B. Thanks for tuning in. We have a pretty cool episode today, one that I'm excited to talk about. Big business when it comes to pet food. That's right. The three largest pet food corporations are Mars, Nestle, and Smuckers, and they're going to make up the majority of pet food products you'll find when you go to your specialty retailer like PetSmart, Petco, Pet Club, wherever that may be. We've got so much to cover. Let's get to it. That ain't kidding Corporations filling pets' bellies It's all the same dudes M&M's are pet foods And even the guys who make jellies Made by big business Nestle Made by big business Like Mars Made by big business Smokers too Made by big business Making pet food for you <laughs> Man, this guy's hilarious. Okay, guys, we're back. I want to apologize. Kendall is out today. We had some scheduling issues, but don't worry, she'll be back next week. Okay, so back on point, today's topic is corporations inside of our pet's bowl. Not a bad thing, it's just a thing, but because it's so prevalent, it's something that we should at least be aware of. So the three largest pet food corporations are Mars, Nestle, and Smuckers. We're going to start with Mars. Okay, so the Mars Corporation, for Mars Pet Care alone, they have an estimated annual revenue of $17 billion. They entered into the pet care business in 1935, and they operate based on five principles— Quality, responsibility, mutuality, efficiency, and freedom. Now, they own some pretty large brands. The ones you'll definitely recognize are Caesar brand dog food, Yukonuba, Imes, Pedigree, Royal Canaan, Sheba, Temptations, Whiskas. That started back in 1958, by the way. That's pretty old. And the company Neutro. Outside of food, they own Banfield Pet Hospitals, VCA Pet Hospitals, Waltham Center for Pet Nutrition, uh, and Wisdom Panel. That's the DNA test, if you aren't aware. Now, Mars is one of those corporations that has slowly been taking over the pet care industry. You probably don't know this, but in 1994, Mars invested in Banfield Clinics. And by 2007, they owned them outright. In 2015, Mars purchased the entire line of Blue Pearl emergency clinics. And now Mars has just purchased VCA animal hospitals. Now, Bloomberg News published a story this year in 2017 about the high cost, high risk world of modern pet care. In this article, they shared the stories of several veterinarians whose 
Hospitals were purchased in the buyout, and some of them even lost their clinics altogether. Apparently, there's still some pending court cases, so it's some pretty crazy stuff. In the same article, you had veterinarians saying that they had to go through remedial training if they didn't meet sales numbers. Now, I hope to God this isn't true, because that would be a disgusting display of profits over medicine. I mean, your veterinarian should care only about the welfare of the animal, right? And not about upselling some wellness package. Now, I don't have anything bad to say about Mars, so it's up to you how you interpret that information. Personally, when I was a veterinary technician, I worked for private practices, so I can't tell you firsthand how things were in that environment. I can tell you, however, from swapping stories with other veterinarians and technicians that have worked for Banfields in particular, that a private practice veterinarian will be able to give you more individualized treatment. Number two on the list is Nestle. Now, Nestle purchased Purina around 2001, and today Nestle's pet care has an annual revenue estimated at $12 billion. Now, even though Nestle purchased Purina around 2001, it's important to recognize here that Purina itself has been around since the 1800s. So when it comes to making pet food, they've got a lot of experience. Kind of like Mars's five principles, Nestle uses five talls. I think these are actually pretty cool, and the tall thing is kind of original. So the first one is to stand tall with integrity, then to smile tall with passion, to think tall with expertise, to live tall with performance, and to create tall with innovation. That one doesn't quite have the same ring as the others, but it's kind of cool nonetheless. All right, now Nestle has a variety of product lines that you will definitely have heard of. They have Purina, which has ProPlan, Beneful, Bakers in the UK, Alpo, Cat Chow, Dog Chow, Chef Michael's, Fancy Feast, Felix, Friskies, Gourmet, Purina One. That one's pretty popular. They also have Zooks, Merrick, Castor and Pollux, Organics, and Whole Earth Farms. Now, there was a bit of controversy when Purina acquired Merrick in 2015. They haven't made any operational changes, so Merrick continues to operate as usual. But a lot of pet owners were outraged that this small but wholesome pet food company had been purchased by this big bad corporation. I'm going to read you a couple of comments that I found on the internet. On one forum, someone posted, just found out Purina bought Merrick and just switched to a different, smaller brand name. Another posted, we feel betrayed as this came as a complete surprise. Well, I hope it's not that big of a surprise because this is just kind of how business works. 
Merrick itself was once a rapidly growing company that bought out the Castor and Pollux brands in 2012. Purina had also acquired the brand Zooks in 2014, and similar to Merrick, they haven't made any operational changes. So the same product that these customers were buying before the acquisition is the same product that they're buying today. The only difference is now they'll have a lot more money supporting them in their research and in their product expansion. To me, it just seems like a no-brainer. This is a win-win for everybody. But some people don't like it. That's their thing. It's okay. So according to Purina's website, they employ hundreds of experts, including veterinary nutritionists, behaviorists, veterinarians, engineers, and food scientists. They also have a pet care center where, from what I understand, they offer great housing and care for the cats and dogs that live there. There's no invasive research that's done on these pets, which is a good thing. So another cool thing that Purina does is they substantiate their diets through feeding trials. These tests are really expensive. So it's cool to see a company like this being able to use some of that big money to defend the products that they're putting on the shelves. Not a lot of companies are substantiating their diets. So I think this is really cool. Uh, my hat goes off to Purina for this one. And that brings us to number three on the list, and that's Smuckers. So Smuckers, kind of like Mars, they use five principles, quality, people, ethics, growth, independence. Okay, so these actually sound a lot like Mars, but it's okay. Now, Smuckers entered the pet food industry a little later in the game, around 2015, they had purchased the Big Heart Pet brand. And as of now, their approximate annual revenue is about $2 billion, which is still a pretty hefty sum of money. Some of the most popular brands will include Nature's Recipe, Natural Balance, Milk Bone, Kibbles and Bits, Pepperoni. Milo's Kitchen, Snossages, Meaty Bone, Gravy Train, Canine Carryouts, Jerky Treats, Nine Lives, Meow Mix, Pounce, and Alley Cat. There's not a whole lot of controversy here. It seems the same people outraged by Purina buying smaller companies weren't around for the Smuckers acquisition, but all right. I will say this, that buying out Big Heart pet brands may have been a great deal for Smuckers. Fox Business reported earlier this year that pet food actually made up the single largest portion of sales for the company. Okay guys, I wish I had more, but that's it for today. Thanks for stopping by. As always, feel free to follow me on Instagram at CrazyDog4. That's crazy with the K. 
If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, we'd love to hear them. So just log on to www.petstuffpodcast.com and fill out a contact form. Hope you learned something today. Until next time.